Freestyle Travel. Hey, everybody. This is the Freestyle Travel Show. I'm your host, Kenny Flannery, and been doing a bunch of freestyle traveling myself, as always. So this episode, I'm going to catch you up on my goings-on from South Africa, where I was last episode in Cape Town. made my way up to uh, Germany. been doing a bunch of hitchhiking. I went to Netherlands, saw a friend there. Uh, down through Belgium, went to a world-class monastery, uh, brewery kind of place, drank some epic beers, wound up in France where I am now in Lille, uh, met some brewers there, uh, at a couch surfer's pad right now, pretty high up, and I have the place to myself this morning, so using this as a chance to uh, record this episode. So yeah, it's been an interesting few weeks, um, nearly lost my phone. Well, I did lose my phone. I had to do some detective work. I left it in somebody's car. I'll get into that whole story uh, here after the break. Uh, yeah, took a little bit of doing to get it back. Not too bad, though. But that phone's on its way out. Uh, I have a friend who has the same phone. It's the original Google Pixel. I've had it since late 2016, so it makes sense that the battery should be dying by now. But I don't know, the last few weeks it's been real bad. Real bad. I'll charge it to 100%, and that thing will drop to 80% almost immediately, within 10 minutes, without even using it that much. And then it just dies around 30%. It doesn't get to zero, just around, right around 30%. I know it's about to die. So even on the road when I'm not using it much, hitchhiking, just look, looking at Google Maps every once in a while, I get like three, four hours out of that thing. It's like uh, having a water bottle with a, a hole in it pretty much. So uh, that said, there are no sponsors for this show, but I unofficially like to promote Google Fi, which is my phone service, which is rock solid. Uh, it's Google Fi. Uh, so if you do want to sign up for Google Fi, I have a code TDW3EE and you could save 20 bucks on your first bill. And so do I, which is good. One less uh, outlet of money. Uh, yeah, it's just, it works all over the world, which is nice. It doesn't matter what country you're in. You don't have to switch SIM cards. I really like it. You've heard me talk about it before. Check it out. Uh, yeah, so let me jump into all the split decisions I've been making lately and uh, you know, plane, plane ticket deals I've been picking up and why I've wound up in France and why I'm on my way to Spain. So let's jump into that right now. All right, so last episode I was in Cape Town, South Africa, uh, three, four weeks ago, and I was there to cat sit for a friend of a friend and essentially have a free place to stay to get a bunch of writing done. That was the idea, anyways, and I did get a bunch of writing done. I'm really, really close to getting this book out. It'll be my first book. It's, uh, it's going to be short because I want to figure out the whole process of publishing and whatnot, decide how I'm going to do that. But uh, yeah, it's going to be about hitchhiking and beer. So yeah, actually, if there's anyone out there, I have someone who's going to edit the book for me as far as I think just like grammar and things like that. But it, I guess it'd be nice to get some fresh eyes on the book just for content. Just if anyone wants to give me some suggestions, probably someone who doesn't know me super well. Um, or, you know, maybe if you do know me well, too. Either way, uh, if you're interested, you can email freestyletravelshow at gmail.com. And in the next uh, few weeks or month, uh, yeah, it'd be great if I could email you a copy of the book. And if you want to run through it, it's like 100 pages. 
six stories about hitchhiking and beer. But yeah, may- maybe by the next episode, I'll be making a proper announcement on that. Uh, I'm kind of excited about it. So that's why I was in South Africa mostly, but also had a good time. I mean, I told you about, about it the last episode. Uh, since then, actually, I had uh, one flatmate I was staying with there. And we went, uh, took a seven-hour drive to where he was from, Jeffreys Bay, and he was going to a wedding there. It was just kind of cool for me. I got to meet his parents and see a different place and see some waves and whatnot. And, um, yeah, have some barbecue or braai, as they call it down there. It was, yeah, just a good solid weekend and got back to Cape Town. And by that point, I decided I definitely wanted to come back to help a friend in California the first couple weeks in June. So my goal was how can I get back to the United States as cheaply as possible? And it's, I realized pretty quickly, it's much cheaper to fly from South Africa to Europe and then from Europe to the States instead of directly. It's just a cheaper way to go in a roundabout fashion. So a cheap ticket popped up to Frankfurt. So I just saw it and got it. It was uh, just over a couple hundred bucks. Uh, So Frankfurt's kind of arbitrary. And then there is a ticket from Madrid to Boston for $120, I believe, Norwegian, which is where I'm going to next. Uh, but yeah, I caught the, the flight to Frankfurt, sort of, yeah, quickly. <laughs> Booked it, and several days later, was on the flight to Frankfurt. Uh, it was overnight, 12-hour flight, pretty long flight. Got there at 5 in the morning, and even when I landed, I wasn't sure if I was going to stay in Frankfurt for a little bit, but quickly decided as I was going, getting my passport checked, I was like, eh, I think I'll just hitchhike up to the Netherlands, see my friend Walter, who I did an episode with. And yeah, to start hitchhiking and I didn't really sleep. Usually I'm pretty good at sleeping on the planes, but not this time. So I was tired. I definitely fell asleep in the first two, three, four rides that I got. Luckily, uh, a few of them didn't really speak English that well. So I didn't feel guilty because we weren't talking anyway. So truck driver in the mix and yeah, caught, caught some Z's. Even just like a half an hour here, 20 minutes there makes a big difference. But I made my way up to the, to my friend Walters and Spent about a week there, actually, just hanging out and tearing up his garden, laying down some tile, helping him out with a project there. Uh, even got a couple bucks to show for it, so thanks for that, Walter. And uh, got some good beer money now. Um, yeah, so I had to start making my way to Spain, so I left there a few days ago. I, yeah, I've got, yeah, a week, a week to get to Spain. So it was kind of, yeah, when I left his house even, I wasn't even sure which direction to go. I was like, maybe I'll head north real quick, or maybe I'll head as far as Czech Republic. I don't know. I was just kind of making it up, but decided to start heading south through Belgium and lost my phone that day. So I got a few rides, and then someone talked me into going to Ghent, where I've been before, which is a cool city. So I walked around Ghent for a little bit, uh, just got some fries, got some beer, a little Chimay Blue, a little Walker beer. Uh, that's a good thing about most of Europe, uh, compared to the United States is you can just walk around with a beer and, uh, really good beer. You can get cold at the, the little corner stores. Uh, yeah, my phone's just dying constantly. I had to go into some random apartment building there. I kept scanning for like plugs and got a little charge. Uh, but right after I got a ride towards Kortrijk where I 
thought I might have a place to stay through Trusters. And I got a ride almost there from this cool couple talking about going to Australia and all the stuff they wanted to do and real friendly. But when I popped out of their car, right away I realized, oh, I left my phone in the back seat, but they were already driving off. So they were still in sight. So I went running for them, like waving my arms in the air, crossing them, but they just didn't see me and just drove out of sight. So I'm like, ah, oh, that phone is a piece of crap now, but it's kind of way better than not having a phone. Uh, just for maps and everything else. So I'm like, how do I get this back? Uh, and I realized that I have, um, you know, find my phone, Android, whatever the, their version of find my phone is, a uh, way to track it, you know. So there are no cafes around, and there's no people around on the streets either. So there's no one to even ask, like, hey, um, you know where a restaurant or bar might be somewhere with free Wi-Fi? Because I still have my tablet that I'm recording this episode on. Uh, so I walked around for well over an hour until I finally got to a place, uh, a bar, that had Wi-Fi. So just bought a two-euro beer and I uh, was able to track the phone. Actually, I was kind of stoked because part of me was like, I think it's in the car. It should be in the car, but maybe it's somewhere else. And sure enough, it was like, I don't know, a two-hour walk away in on street, so clearly... It must have been still with them. So I kind of took a coaster, wrote on the back of a coaster, some loose directions on how to get there. And, you know, it's not exact either, the GPS. So it looked like it was on a street. So I knew when I got there, it was going to be kind of a mission, even when I got there, to find out which apartment building it was in or whatever. So luckily, luckily, as I started walking, I managed to hitch a ride from someone who took me directly to the area where it should have been. And I saw the car on the side of the street, and it's just all apartment buildings. So I'm like, ah, crap. So I just rang the buzzer of the closest door, and uh, this guy comes down, and it wasn't them. But I asked him if he knew whose car it was, and sure enough, he knew. And he pointed across the street directly, and he said, right there. So I rang that buzzer, and sure enough, it was the couple with my phone in hand. So <laughs> kind of smooth going. I mean, it slowed me down for a few hours, but I was pretty happy I was able to to find it uh yeah thank them and at that point it was kind of getting dark but now that I have my phone I got a message from the trust roots guy in Cortric and it was dark so I had to walk probably an hour and a half to get to his place so all in all it wasn't too bad hour and a half walk like at least it wasn't way 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 far away and I got to his place crashed there for the night lived in kind of student housing uh, and then the next day decided to continue on thinking maybe I'd go via the coast. I wasn't really sure. Um, but I realized I was really close, close to uh, West Vlaeteren, which is this epic monastery in Belgium that makes uh, this Trappist beer. It's one of the only Trappist beers that isn't widely distributed or even narrowly distributed. You kind of have to go to the brewery to drink this beer. And for a long time, it was considered the best beer in the world. And it's, it's pretty damn good. It's a lot of beer out there, so best beer in the world. I don't know, but it's freaking good. So I've been there a couple times before. It's one of the chapters in the the book, actually. One of the six chapters is about the first time that I went to seek out this beer. So did it again. I got there, uh, had a few beers, and while I was having a few beers, I managed to find someone to stay with south of there. 
just over the border in France uh, through Trustards or Couchsurfing? One of the Couchsurfing, I think. So I hitched my way, weaved my way through, uh, met up with this guy who loved beer as well, and that worked out pretty well. So we went out and got some food and some beer, and then he knew someone, a couple people, who worked at a brewery nearby. So the next day he dropped me off at this brewery and hung out with these guys for the better part of the day, all, all day, <laughs> basically just... Uh, Brewing and putting labels on bottles and things like that, just hanging out, drinking some beers, hearing more about uh, French beer culture, which is uh, growing. Poor Germany, right? <laughs> Surrounded by countries making better beer. You know when you're getting eclipsed by France, you're, you're having a problem. Germany, they got to get their stuff together. Maybe they will. Who knows? Man, the beer in the Netherlands is, is getting great. Belgium's always been good. Czech Republic is... <laughs> just miles ahead of everybody their beer man go to Prague there's a lot of good beer to be found a lot of good beer bars too poor Germany they'll they'll get their act together soon enough they'll have to they have to and uh, yeah so that that was yesterday actually and I caught a ride with one of the an intern actually from the brewery uh Bellinart is the name of the brewery to Lille, and by that point I had a place to stay in Lille, and I almost actually actually ended up staying with him, the intern, uh, but I'm staying with uh, Couchsurfer instead, that's where I'm at now. So yeah, that's that puts me to today, where I'm sitting. He's getting off work here in the afternoon, we're going to go run around Lille, I've never been here to the city before, so we're going to check it out a little bit. Tomorrow, I'm going to continue south, because I obviously have to get to Madrid by, I don't know, I have to be there in a week or something, or a little less. Um, so tomorrow, I might go to Paris. I'm not a huge fan of Paris, but that's just because I, I don't know. I'm not like anti-Paris either, so I probably should go to Paris to become a fan. Better to be a fan than not, right? Better to like a place than not. So, yeah, I might go there just for a night. And, yeah, from there, I think I have somewhere to stay on the coast, close to Spain, uh, somewhere I haven't been yet, La Rochelle, right around there. Could be cool. And, yeah, eventually I'm going to get to Madrid. So, yeah, I'll be flying out of there. Onwards to Boston. So, let me... uh. Cut the break in here real quick, and then we'll wrap this episode up, tell you a little bit more about my plans going forward. All right. All right, so, yeah, a little shorter episode than normal, a little bite-sized for you, but, uh, yeah, unlike other times, I know a little bit more about my future going forward, at least a little bit, so, like I said, I'm going to spend this week hitchhiking through France to Spain, Madrid, catch that flight, I think May 2nd, to Boston. Spend a day or two in Boston, make my way to New York, Connecticut kind of area, catch up with some family, friends, and then I'll be popping over to Wyoming, also catching up with uh, some family. Uh, my sister lives there now too, and we have the same birthday, May 21st, eight years apart, so I should be with her for our birthday, that'll be awesome. And by the end of May, I'll get to Sacramento one way or another. 
uh, catch up with a friend there, and then he's going to go on a vacation, and I'll be watching his dogs for a couple weeks, first couple weeks in June, drinking all of his beer, rifling through his closets to find the secret barrel-aged stouts that he's hiding from me, and I will probably videotape myself chugging them aggressively. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Oh, yes. Uh, and yeah, hopefully finish up that book, or maybe I'll finish it before then, and uh, yeah, start getting into the publishing phase. Uh, so I'll definitely let you know about that. Uh, and even beyond that, uh, I have a friend, she just bought a house in New Orleans, and her car will be in San Diego, and she needs someone to drive that car from San Diego to New Orleans, and I'm somebody. So sometime in late June or July, I'll be, yeah, basically road tripping uh, that way, San Diego to New Orleans, putting whatever I want on my path. Uh, that should be fun. Yeah, I'm so used to hitchhiking in the States. It's pretty rare that I get to drive. She'll be paying for gas and whatnot, and I might even have a friend coming out to join me, make it a proper road trip. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it all pans out. So either way, it looks like I'll be in the States for uh, June, July. Uh, so yeah, I'll be zigzagging around. See a bunch of you guys if you're on the way. Should be fun. And then, yeah, we'll go from there. So next episode will either be in Spain or New York or maybe Wyoming or something. Uh, we shall see. Should be fun. Hope you guys are all having fun. You can follow me on Instagram, mostly at Hobo Lifestyle. Also Facebook and Twitter, but yeah, tend to post on Instagram a little bit more. So you can follow my trip through France and Spain this week. Good times all around. And yeah, that will wrap it up. Until the next episode, I will see you down the road. My shit straight, I'll get my big brain.